Well, good morning, and I'm excited to be here with you. This is going to be a blessed day. I'm believing God for many blessings being bestowed upon all of his children of God. Amen. And so I have a word for you today, I tell you, that will help to change your life. I'm here to encourage you, to stir you up, to believe and stand with you on the word of God. Amen. And so, as always, please go get your Bible, your paper, and your pencil. Let someone know that I'm on the air with you today. Share, share, share. Give me some likes. Give me some thumbs up. Let me know where you're tapping in from. There are people that are already on with us. I like to know where they are tapping in from. Look, we all need prayer, and I want to encourage you. We have nine more days left of our 365 days. Join us. Please join us in intercessory prayer and praying for the nation, praying for your family, praying for those that don't know Christ as he truly is and actually exists. Amen. I'm so excited about today. I get excited when I have an opportunity to share the living word of God. Yes, I said living word, because we serve a God who is alive. He is not dead. Amen. God is good. I'm already getting ready to, to launch off into this word. I'm still talking to you about the promises of God. Yes, I am. And one of the promises is faith that we are talking about. And in this season, so many of us need faith. Amen. And so um, let's pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Father, I ask that you draw your people who need to hear this word on faith, about faith, to stir them up, to encourage them, Lord God. And Father, I just praise you and I thank you that my words are anointed with the Logos and release the rhema to stir up, to bring life, to bring hope for the future into the lives of those that have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. All right, I will be back with you. And take this time, go get your Bible. I have some scriptures for you today. Make sure you have pencil and paper. Amen. God bless. I know you have your Bible with you. I, when I'm reading from the Word of God or the scriptures that I'm using, I um, come from the New King James Version of the Bible, and I, I will try my best to remember when I veer off and use another version, but um, generally it's from the New King James Version. So we're talking about the promises of God. Yesterday, if you missed it yesterday, go back and listen to the recording. Um, I, I I have a tendency of, 
uh, uh, repeating sometimes, not all the time, unless it's warranted that I repeat some of the same things that I've said the previous time. And so we're talking about faith, which is one of the promises of God. And so we need to understand what faith is. And we hear it, but I want you to not only understand it, but I want it to come alive in you. I want you to live out. I want you to walk out, not just talking, but I want you to walk out and I want you to live out what faith is for you and according to the word of God. So what is faith? If you go to Hebrews 11 and 1, very faith, very popular scripture. A lot of us know it by heart, but I don't want you to just know it. I want it to become rhema to you. I want it to come alive in you. I want it to bear, I want it to bear fruit, much fruit and more fruit into your life. Amen. Look, um, get a reminder to let you know when I'm coming on. I will be talking about faith for a while. Don't please don't think that you know it all because one of my favorite scriptures is Hebrew 2 and, and, and 1 that says that we need to be reminded. Let, let, let me go there and read it to you exactly what it says because I paraphrase it. I, I've been using it so long that I paraphrase the scripture. If I can separate these pages. Oh, hallelujah. Okay, Hebrews 2 and 1. Okay, 2 becomes, comes before 11. Amen. Praise God. See, I have my Bible out. Okay. And it, Hebrews 2 and 1 says, Therefore, we must give more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, least they drip away. The most earnest heed. Now, different translation may phrase it differently, but that's what it says in the New King James Version, that we need to give more earnest heed to the things that we have already heard. So don't think that things are old and, oh, I've heard that before, because it tells us clearly that we need to give more earnest heed to the things that we have already heard, least they slip. We don't want the word of God to slip. We want it to be um, tattooed in our heart. We want to hide it in our heart that we will not sin against God. We don't want to draw back. Amen. So let, let's move forward. So the, the foundation of what I'm teaching on is Mark eleven twenty two, And it says, so Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. My God, well, you got to know what faith is in order to have faith in God. In the New Testament, they use faith. In the Old Testament, they use trust. And so trust and faith are not necessarily interchangeable, but they, they um, use it, as I said, trust in the Old Testament and faith in the New Testament. So what is faith? Well, go to Hebrew 11 and 1. We quote it all the time. But like I said, I don't want it to just be a quote. I wanted to clothe you. I wanted to fill you up with the presence of God. In Hebrews 11 and 1, it says now. And that's a very popular word, now. Now, faith is. Now, faith is the substance 
of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So if you're, what are you hoping for? My question to you today, what are you hoping for? What are you believing God for? What are you having? What, 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 are, you, what are you asking for that you don't see? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, but it's the evidence of things not seen. So many of us have dreams and we have visions and, and we're hoping, but we don't have evidence of it. But you can bring the things that you have hope for, the things that you don't see, you can bring it into your now. And so now faith is, it's not tomorrow, it's not next week, it's not next year, it's right now. We talked yesterday, when you pray, believe that you receive. And so when do you receive? When you pray. And so if you receive it when you pray, you have to decree and declare that I now have. Amen. God is so good. So faith is right now, not tomorrow, but right now. And so we have to learn how to believe and trust God. Look, I see that there are people who are jumping on. Make sure you get a reminder so you can be reminded um, when I come on the air. I will be talking about faith. And faith is something that we all need right now in this season with with the variants going on. This is Christmas. A lot of people have lost loved ones. You know, I, I mentioned I... I lost my husband, you know, of 34 years, my God. And we were, you know, we went everywhere together. We did everything together. And so I have my moments during this season, but I have good memories to remember um, what we did in the past. But I'm pressing towards the mark of the higher calling in Christ. I'm pressing towards what God has for me today. And so my heart goes out to those who have lost husbands and wives and children. And, and there are those who lost multiple uh, family members. And so take heed to what is being said. Use wisdom. Be careful in this season. Amen. So what is faith? Faith is the substance. And what substance are you believing God for? What is it that you were believing God for? And I said yesterday, I would tell you the story about the car that I was believing for. One day I was on my way home um, from a friend's house walking in Los Angeles, and I saw a car. I, I saw it was a Mercedes Bennett, and they had a for sale sign. And so I asked, well, actually on the for sale sign, it said how much it was. Well, they weren't asking for that money right then, but I knew that we served a God who was more than enough and that he would give me what I needed if that car was for me. But I had to release my faith by what was in my mouth. And remember I said yesterday, I got food in my mouth and I'm talking. Are you talking with food in your mouth? Are you decreeing and declaring the word of God? The word of God is the breath of life. The word of God is the bread, the bread. Oh my God, it is bread. And so, so the bread of God in your life, talk with food in your mouth. Amen. And so, um, I, I called him and I said, oh, I would like to look at the car a little more closely. 
And so he said, sure, no problem. Come on over. And so um, I, I, I knew the word. And I was a young baby Christian. You know, I say young baby Christian. I think I may have been saved for about two years. And so um, as I, before I left and I called them, I laid my hands on the car. Now I was by myself, but I believed what the word of God said. Anything, any two on earth touching and agreeing, asking the Father in Jesus' name, this shall be done. But I'm looking around, I'm like, man, I, I'm here by myself. But I had this intrusive thought, no, I was not by myself because he, him, Holy Spirit was with me. And so I asked the Holy Spirit to agree with me. Now, the Holy Spirit will only agree if it's lined up with the word of God. Well, a car was you know, or the knees, and I needed a car. I had three children to get around and do what I needed to do, grocery shopping. And so I asked the Holy Spirit, touch and agree with me according to the word of God, that all my needs are met according to the riches and glory in Christ. And so I called them, and when I called the people about the car, they told me, oh, somebody else came by and looked at it and they wanted the car. I said, well, they can't have a car because the car belongs to me. And they probably said, uh-oh, here's this lady. She, she's weird. She's you know, telling me about this car belongs to her. And so I said, they cannot have this car. It belongs to me. See, I released my faith by my confession. Now, I didn't have the finances, but I was also aware that you know, my financial situation didn't, didn't dictate my future. I know that I served a God of miracles and that he would give me what I needed in that selfsame hour. And so when the people told me, um, you know, somebody else wanted the car and they had their money, I said, well, I need to talk to my father and I will call you back on Monday, but they can't have the car because the car is mine. And so when I called them back on Monday, they said, well, um, what did your father say? What's, what's going on? Because the people are coming over later on today to purchase the car. Well, I haven't heard from my father yet, but the car belongs to me and they cannot have that car. And so the story goes on. So I didn't, um, I didn't call them back, but then they called me back and said, look, if you still want the car, the car is yours. And so come on by. And I said, um, that's all right. I think I changed my mind, you know, because I didn't have the money. Well, just because I didn't have the money didn't mean that God didn't answer my request. But it wasn't for me in that season to have that car, but I released my faith. So faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And so the substance was that car. And that car was mine if I had just went that next step. If I had went that next step and said, okay, God, they said it was mine. I need you, as one of my friends, I need you to sell some cattle. I need you to touch somebody's heart and give me some money so that I can buy this car. But God has something better in store for me. But I was in training. I was developing my faith to learn how to trust God. You know, the word of God says that we are all given a measure of faith. And so we have to develop our faith so that we can get strong, so that we can build muscles in the spirit. You know, I often think of Arnold Schwarzenegger 
and we all had the same number of muscles. Men and women had the same number of muscles, but I don't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Even back then, I didn't look like him. And there are men who um, in their prime didn't look like him. But the only difference between him and, and the young man or myself if is that we had not developed our muscles by working it out and working it out. And when we work out, our faith muscles, we get stronger, we get bigger, and we're able to lift the weight of things a lot more than what we had in the past. And so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we must develop our faith by hearing the word of God. And then you're able to believe God for the mega. You're able to believe God for the, the big things. We say, God, be glorified in my life. Be made big in my life. Well, the only way that that is going to be done, and that's if you begin to flex your muscles, flex your spiritual muscles, begin to work it out, begin to strengthen it. It's no laying on the hands, you know, somebody spitting on you and praying for it. No, you got to work it out. And the word will work if you work it. And so you got to work out your faith muscles. Get strong in the spirit of God. Listen to the word of God. Have a dose of the word in the morning. Have a dose in the morning, uh, in the afternoon, and, and, and in the evening. And you know that many of us in between meals will have a snack. So you need to have a snack in between your main courses uh, of your meal that day so that you can become stronger and build your muscles up in the things of God. My God, God is so, he is so good. He is so good. And so, yes, we are all given a measure of faith. And so you want to develop your muscles. You want to strengthen yourself. What are you believing God for? Are you believing God for healing? And, and um, you know, look at the woman with the issue of blood. She was exercising her trust. You know, we know that was, you know, at a time when uh, she had an issue of blood. And during that time, she was women who had um, issues of blood uh, were not allowed in the public. But she had spent her money going to doctors and um, doing all kinds of things to trying to get healed. But she just felt in her spirit that if I could just touch the hem of his garment, she'll be made whole. And so she pressed her way through the crowd and she touched the hem of his garment. And he said, who touched me? Now, all those people that were around him, how did he know um, that someone touched him? Because he could feel the virtue leaving out of him. Not all of his virtue, but he could feel um, that someone had touched him because the virtue was being released into their life and he touched her and she was made whole. So I want to say to you, but it was her faith, it was her trust in him that if she just touched, my God, and some of us need healing in our lives. And if you just touch the hem of his garment, if you just touch his heart, if you just touch him by not drawing back and believing and trusting in him, that you'll be made whole.
There's so many other people who have been made whole because they touch the hem of his garment. They touch the word of God, my God. And so um, earlier this, um, well, about three months ago, September, actually, you know, um, I uh, came down with a very, very bad infection that landed me in the hospital for seven days and on antibiotics for, um, I think, about two months, you know, and I'm still, well, yes, as of yesterday, I was still recovering from the, um, the injury or the wound that I had that needed a touch from the Lord. But, you know, there's a scripture, and I quote it over my feet, how sweet are the feet of those that preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I decree and declare that word. Amen. So yesterday, when I went to be examined by my doctor, my doctor said, well, you're intact. That means the heel, um, both um, wounds on my foot were healed. They were intact. Amen. And they were intact because I touched the hem of his garment. I touched the word of God. I believe and I trusted him. And so I, I, I was not really going to share it. I'm definitely not going to show you. But if you can imagine one of the worst kind of wounds that there is, it was on my foot, okay? But, you know, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony. And so by me sharing that if you just touch if you release your faith and believe God for healing in your life and find that scripture, you know, that will assist you and, and, and being able to stand on the promise of God, that he is the God that healeth thee. Or, or how sweet are the feet that, of those that preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Guess what? It will be so. I truly believe that when your testimony is released, it is released, not just for you, but it is released so that others can stand up on that same promise and see the manifestation of God's word in their life. My God. So you're listening to this. There are so, some of you have come onto the, onto the line. Please make comment. Um, give me some thumbs up. Let me know what you're thinking. What is God dropping in your spirit? What has God healed you of? Amen. Where have you released your faith to receive what it is that you need and want and desire from God? Because faith will also release the desires that you have in your heart. Amen. So let me read these scriptures to you once again. And tomorrow I'm going to be talking to you about the measure of faith the measure of faith. Um, Mark eleven twenty two. 22, it says, so Jesus answered and said unto them, have faith in God, my God. For assuredly I say to you, whosoever will say unto this mountain, my mountain for the last mm, five months was a womb that was a little, very disgusting looking, okay, that needed healing. Um, I, I'm walking with a walker, couldn't get around, couldn't do this, but I kept quoting the scripture. Father, how sweet are the feet of those that preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. My God, could not drive, um, had to have someone take me around 
to get back and forth to the doctors every single week, more than one doctor having uh, surgery, another surgery, having a stent put in, in my, put it in my leg to help the flow of blood in my leg to help the healing process. My God, there's healing in the blood. My God, I'm going to say that again. There is healing in the blood. And if you need the blood flow, the blood flow of the Holy Spirit, the blood flow of God in your life for the healing process to take place, my God, I want to come in agreement with you for that flow. So as I said, I will be talking about the measure of faith, which is one of the promises of God um, on tomorrow. Amen. So for assuredly I say unto you, whosoever say unto this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea. I told that wound to be cast into the sea and do not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things which he say shall be done and he will have whatever he says. I believe and therefore I receive. Therefore I say unto you whatsoever things you ask when you pray. Believe that you receive them and you will have them. I want to let you know more assuredly, most assuredly, those things that you ask for when you pray, you will have them. We serve a God who does not lie, nor the son of man that he would have to repent. God is so faithful. He is alive and he is true. Wow. Praise God. This is so good. I'm looking forward to, um, to sharing on tomorrow about the measure of faith. And yes, I will um, be on until Friday um, and giving you a word that will help to change your life because we all need hope right now. We all need to be encouraged. And I'm here to encourage you to let you know that we serve a God who is a, a prayer answering God. And also speaking of prayer answering God, Look, we have nine more days, wow, of our 365 days of prayer. Now, look, just because the, the assignment of 365 days prayer is up in nine days doesn't mean I'm going to stop praying. Uh, um, I've been given another task. Amen. So praise God. I want you to continue to pray and believe God. Stand in for the nation. Stand in the gap and pray for those who are unable to pray for themselves, those who don't know God as you know him. Pray for their, their salvation so that they can develop a relationship with our Heavenly Father as you have developed a relationship with him. Amen. So I want to thank you once again for being here with me today. Um, know that faith is now. It is right now. It's not tomorrow. It's not next week, but it's right now. And faith is the substance of what you are hoping for. What are you hoping for? Believe what you are hoping for will come to pass. Release your faith by decreeing and declaring the word of God. Remember, eat, talk with food in your mouth. It's okay. I said yesterday, I'm giving you permission. You know, most parents, when their children are young and they're sitting at the table, they say, don't talk with food in your mouth. That's rude. It's it's, it's it's not polite. Well, I'm telling you not to contradict what your parents told you, you know, because if you're sitting at the table 
eating natural food. No, you don't want to talk with food in your mouth. It is a little disgusting food falling out your mouth and everything. But I want you to talk with spiritual food in your mouth. Let it fall all out of your mouth. Let it fall on your clothing. Let it cover you. Let it cover those that, that you are praying for. So talk with spiritual food in your mouth. You have food in your mouth and you're talking, you're decreeing and declaring the word of God. Yes, please share, share, share this word with your family, your friends, and your foe, because we all need hope. We all need faith in this season of life. Amen. God bless. Stay safe. Remember, I love you, but most of all, God loves you more. <laughs>